It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hello, happy Monday. What a huge weekend it was. Hope you had a good one. Uh, it was great for a lot of people. Slightly soured by two moments of sore losers being jealous of other people's success, one of which uh, outgoing president of the United States, Donald Trump. The other one, sitting across from me, Matt O'Kine, who was very, very jealous of my perm and the attention it's getting oh. from Australia and the world. Absolute Matthew. jokers, mate. I swear to God. <laughs> Talk about talk about dead people voting in the in the election. How many dead people have set up Instagram accounts to send through messages complimenting you on your bloody hair? Yeah, they're all my uh, ghost accounts. Uh, giving myself compliments. No, I mean. I did expect this. The Legionnaire's hats I thought we could bring back, Matt. I thought the perm was a bit trickier, but it has been done. The perm has been brought. I watched it for the first time over the weekend. It sprung up in a big, fluffy labradoodle. Look at this. Look at it go. Yeah. And we're, uh, it is, it and is we're very away. soft. It looks soft. It looks fluffy. It looks buoyant. And the amount of texts I, I got it. from people going, you know what, actually, I might get a perm. Work was very, very high. I've been screen shredding. I think we're going to get a perm annual general meeting. Uh, so we could all get together and uh, once everyone's, you know, jumped on board the perm chain, we could all admire each I other's perms. I think you're the new PM. You're the new the perm minister. <laughs> the perm. <laughs> you Australian perm minister. I reckon, can we can we do a fake press conference and I walk out in front of some Australian flags instead of a Southern Cross, it's like a perm and I deliver. I, all right, that's it. All right, sketch idea. That should be an off-air thing, but here we are for a big day. I was getting messages from... Dave from Glass Animals sent me a message oh, and what, said, mate? you know, it actually suits you. <laughs> this is outrageous, honestly. Meanwhile, I am getting absolutely, I'm getting more donuts than Victoria's COVID count when <laughs> that, it comes to compliments. That is big over the weekend. Congratulations. A few restrictions eased as well in Victoria at 11.59 last night. But we do have a big show to get for you. We're going to be chatting to Jimmy Nice from Spit Syndicate, Matt. Incredible oh, hip-hop dude, artist. I've been, I have been listening to his new album. It is genuinely Absolutely incredible. A real step up. He's gone solo from uh, Spit Syndicate for this release. And look, he made it in what was a really moving and difficult and different time in his life. I cannot wait to go deep with him about it because it really is uh, a touching story. And so, yeah, looking forward to that chat. All that and more on today's episode of All Day Breakfast. Welcome aboard. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, you know on a Monday we always like to invite our producer, Bron, into the chat with us. Uh, always has some very, very hot goss on what's happening around the uh, around the world. That's it. Bron, joining us here. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Bron, also... You might uh, run into if you're lurking around the DM section of the uh, Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast Insta, uh, and it's been popping off over the weekend, Bron. Yeah, we've gotten heaps of chat, um, heaps of DMs about your perm, Alex. People are wanting to see more of it. They want to get ones themselves. They want Matt to straighten his hair, <laughs> which I think would be great. You should do it, Matt. Do you know how like, you can't straighten nothing? <laughs> You can't straighten nothing. What, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> it's already straight. There's a whisker. That's maybe what it you is. Should it's get a whisker a, on my head. Maybe you should get a wig then, a straight No, I'll wig. tell you what I should do is get a toupee. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Bring back the rug. That's it. Always choose the rug, Madokine. We know this. But uh, that's very, very good. And some big election results over the weekend, Bron, which have influenced a little bit of uh, Clickfish today. Yeah, so obviously huge news over the weekend with Joe Biden winning. Um, so all the news has been just about that. So I thought, why not do a special edition Clickfish? We'll talk about um, why, like what celebrities are saying about, you know, the US presidential election. My fellow Americans, I pledge to be a president who seeks not to divide but unify. Clickfish with producer Bron. Yeah, Bron, look, a lot of outspoken celebrities online, all across the interwebs, smashing out tweets, smashing out posts, smashing out grams. Uh, what did you see with regards to the presidential election win of Joe Biden? Well, there was just so many. So the first few I'll show you are more the heartfelt ones. So this is from JLo. She uploaded a video saying this. It is an amazing, amazing day. God bless everybody. I'm just crying tears of joy. And I hope that we can all come together, love each other and appreciate each other. It's a new day. Wow, J-Lo, very affected by the whole thing. Yeah, and so was Lady Gaga. She uploaded a video of herself crying saying this. This is a very special, special day. It's a day where a lot of people who have felt like we were li- living in a, a state of terror and aggression all the time, that it's over. You can, you can feel warm now. Ooh. Mm. So, uh, Wait, did, did they add the music? We, we've added the music there, haven't we? Okay, great. Just it, oh, did we? Okay, sure. damn, we, we, we haven't added it. They, we got it from the same video. Oh, okay, so right, 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 right. Okay, I was going to say, like, it would be weird if J-Lo was putting this. <laughs> you could put your new single on it. It just didn't sound like J-Lo's new, new hot single. Um, Mindy Kaling, who's probably best known as Callie from The Office, she uploaded a photo of... Um, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris with the caption, crying and holding my daughter. Look, baby, she looks like us, which is so cute. Um, Julia Louis-Drivers, who I know you love, Alex. Oh, a bit of Seinfeld. Um, Elaine from Seinfeld. Yeah, yep. Veep. And also plays the vice president in Veep. So she tweeted, Madam Vice President is no longer a fictional character. So a lot of heartfelt ones. Then we had a, some more party ones. So Miley Cyrus posted a caption, Now this is a party in the USA. I just have one thing to say. Hang on here. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, that was Biden leading into it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> um, and I think that song's charting again. It's like, you know it's what? back in the charts. That is an absolute heat bead. <laughs> I'm telling you now, take me back to 2011, mm-hmm. 2010. I literally walked the streets of Chippendale <laughs> as a bloody unemployed actor person. Every day I'd listen to that song just to pump me up. <laughs> Pop song of the year. Pop song of the decade, 2010s. Pump, pump you up for what? Uh, another episode of Ready, Steady, Cook. <laughs> <laughs> another 
another uh, classic. Sorry, I, well, I, I saw um, our good friend, uh, Dad Boy Gregory Salenfig, has told me that one of the good memes from the last week of the presidential election was, oh, we do voting much better in Australia, and it showed them holding up tomatoes and capsicums in the crowd. It's like, tomatoes win. <laughs> Anyway, continue, Brian. What else have you found? So Jennifer Lawrence uploaded a video of herself running and yelling down the street. Yeah! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> She's very excited. And then- a bit much. It feels like a bit much, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean- no offence to Jennifer Lawrence. I don't know or anything like that. It just seems like it's a little bit. It's a little bit much. <laughs> and then John Legend uploaded a video of himself opening a bottle of wine and dancing to this song. Goodness gracious. It's a, it seems to be uh, very weighted towards the Joe Biden side. Have we heard from the Donald Trump supporting celebs? Have we heard from Kid Rock? So- you know, have we heard <laughs> from... Um, I think Kevin Sorbo, I thought I saw supporting yeah, from the old Hercules TV series. He was mm. I was wondering where the Biden flags are. Did Hercules, you know, you know what he's probably yelling? Disappointed! <laughs> I think they don't believe the election has been finalized yet. So they're yeah. still in the denial phase of this whole thing. So you what Donald Trump was just absolutely murdering that caps lock on his Twitter as well <laughs> over the weekend. Something but he must have spilled a drink on it. It must have been stuck uh, uh, stuck on uh, on because goodness he gracious. He didn't lie though. He didn't lie. He said he, he 71 million votes most forever for a sitting president. That's true. True. He rounded up seventy point four to seventy one. Seventy one. Hey, but look, but but also Joe Biden <laughs> got seventy. Like... Joe Biden got more. He got seventy four million, but he's not a sitting president, so he didn't yes. lie. There then, you go. No. in that <laughs> one <Yeah>. instance, <laughs> that one. Specific... I think we can all agree he's a very honest and decent person. <laughs> Let's move on. Well, I think Lizzo sums it up with a video of herself on a jet ski saying this. Bye, bitch. <laughs> So wait, she said that and then just drove off on the she's, jet ski. Yeah, she's on a jet ski. She says that, drives off and laughs away. What a, what a Kenny Powers thing have to you, do. Have you seen her do that a few times, though? That's like a token Lizzo thing to do. Really? Yeah, she's like floated in a, on like a donut before in her pool and she's like, bye, bitch, and then just like floats off and laughs. Is that right, Bron? I haven't seen that. But... Have you seen Have you seen her do it? It's so funny. I like, love Lizzo. Um, there's a whole compilation of her saying it online. You should do it. She's always on the back of some sort of golf cart or buggy or something. <laughs> well, it was Trump who was on the golf cart on the weekend and when he was heading back to the back to the White House, there is a photo of him looking out the window at just lines of people giving him the finger and holding up signs. And Man, it would be... Uh, for someone who, who prefers, I would say prefers to win, that would have been a pretty rough limo ride. Because most limo rides are excellent, but... <laughs> That would have been a pretty rough one, I would say. Have you, have you ever been in a, a long limo? I was talking about this with Belinda on the weekend. Have you ever been on a long limo? Yeah, I got a long limo story. Oh, do you? Yeah, should we save it for, for next break? <laughs> yeah, All right, okay. well, well, we'll wrap this one up, Ron. Thank you very much for joining us, for giving us the election click fish, and uh, we wish you another week of good clicking. Thank you.
right, the scene, Warrnambool, Victoria. Okay, Ooh. I'm about 18 years old, Seven, 17 or 18, walking home from the main street of Warrnambool about 10 p.m., okay, mm. to my mate's place, right? Who lives on the main street, Raglan Parade, okay, it, to take you all the way through Warrnambool. Two lanes going west, two lanes going east, a big old line of Norfolk Pines down the middle. Now, he lived, Andrew lived on Raglan Parade, all right, and we're about 100 metres from his house. We're Walked all the way back, almost at his house. Across the road, across the two double lanes at the uh, the petrol station down the servo, we see a long limo Ooh. filling up with some petrol. Now, wait, some a place like Warnable is there? There's Never long seen limos. a limo in Warnable ever before. <laughs> not before or since this day. But okay. I can imagine there's not heaps to drive a long limo no, to. The long truck, the long is the the milk trucks or the big. <laughs> Allensford Cheese World milk trucks, waterable cheese and butter stuff. And uh, other than that, it's uh, it's your utes. Public bus, that's about it. Your public bus going out to Gateway Plaza, all right? But this night we're walking home, see across the road, limo. That's incredible. The guy just filling up. And, like, it's not just something driving past. It's there parked. I'm like, wow, how about that? And the guy's just putting the thing. He's got the suit on and everything. We're like, wow, that's pretty cool. We've never been in a limo before. We should go over and ask him to just drop us at our house because it's it's right there. You know, can you reckon you could just we'll just get in for fifty meters and you'd take us to the house? Yeah. So <laughs> two two dudes we cross the road and walk up to the dude at the petrol station who's just finished paying. We're like, hey, we just live over there. Could you just drop us at our house? And the guy's like, sure, jump in. What? <laughs> what? So we get in, but instead of doing a Yui and going to the house. He drives us down the main street, up and down the main street oh, of Waterfall. Absolutely, lads. Back. I mean, Did you have there the were no bottles down? to pop. Yep, but the windows were down. We were cruising, <laughs> and that was my first trip in a limo. Just go up to the dude at a servo and say, Oi, mate, how about a lift? That's amazing. I, I got one when I was in year five. Uh, my friend Josh, his dad worked quite high up in Lynx, and Lynx sponsored the well, Australian. Lynx, Lynx the, the um, deodorant. Yes. Oh, okay. no, the shoes, I believe. And um and Lynx sponsored Lynx the shoes. Yeah, yeah. The, is that the part athletics. of a smaller version of Puma? What's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Lynx shoes. They're they're their thing, right? Anyways, they sponsored gladiators, and so um uh we we got he he took us all out to uh, Boondle, the entertainment center, in a stretch limo, Woo! and we got to watch a live episode of Gladiators. I met Commando. <laughs> the probably least known gladiator. Least known gladiator, <laughs> least known shoe. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. There's our limo stories. What are yours? Get in touch with us, Alex. We'd uh, love to hear about it. Thank you. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Alex Dyson, have I ever told you about the time I called Jojo? <laughs> Wait, the only JoJo I know is the girl who sings the song, Get Out Right Now, yeah. It's the End of You. And- yeah, this song. Get out right now, it's the end of you and me. That JoJo. <laughs> is it, was she on a different radio station and they would like, give us no, a call if you no, were? No, 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 because you know how I was in Fox 2000's 2005 smash hit Aquamarine. I remember, yeah. Yeah, well, was that the one that Sean McAuliffe was in as well? Sean McAuliffe was in it. Claudia Carvin was in it as well. Emma and, Roberts. And JoJo. Um, who, is, who is Julia Roberts' niece. And JoJo was in it. 
and that was my first role ever. Wow. But uh, but see, she, JoJo was playing a real like the one of the one of the lead characters. Oh yeah, um, JoJo doesn't play the waiter. <laughs> <laughs> Jojo isn't a graduate of QUT Bachelor of Fine Arts, okay, like like me. Yep. She has the real the real geeks, which by the way, love QUT Bachelor of Fine Arts of acting. If you're looking to study acting, go there. Um Or you could go do some waiting hospitality training and you probably do it better than Matt. Just as good. <laughs> Honestly, you'll you'll be just as qualified, I promise. Yeah, it was one of those things. I feel you know, have you ever made a phone call that just makes you like, have you have you ever made a phone call that when you look back on it, you just cringe? You just want to shrivel? You just turn into an absolute sultana? Um, not that I can think of right now. Even I mean, to like a, every maybe... single time you had to call a landline and talk to someone's parent, particularly someone well, you liked, and you go, "Hi, is um is, <laughs> is Sarah there?" May I ask always... who's calling? <laughs> it just makes you go. Ugh. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, this was just one of those moments, you know, because I was on Aquamarine, but I was, I was just a bit part. I had one line. Yeah. Were you, you was know? that in the scene with her? We were all on set on the same day. Okay. Their, their scene was being filmed on one side of the beach and mine was towards. So the whole thing is they're trying to hide the mermaid and they've got a massive crush on this dude called Jake. Yep. And Jake is trying to sort of talk to them and then me and my buds roll up in a Jeep. <laughs> With the top down and yell out, and I yell out, hey, come on, man, we got to go. Lobster Bay's going off right now. <laughs> and then he. And you and roll then the, out. The cool dude jumps in the car and we drive off, yeah. right? Which, which is still a scene that exists in the film. All right. Um, Can we track it down? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's right. there. It exists very much so. I have been dubbed over. <laughs> I've been dubbed over. Weren't a fan of your accent. The take wasn't a good take. I guess I was not American enough. I definitely got dubbed over, I'm pretty sure. And the line got changed as well. So instead of me saying, hey, come on, man, we've got to go Lobster Bay's going off, I think I just say, hey, come on, man, let's go. And Or some random American <laughs> voice says that. Um, but Lincoln Lewis was in it as well. Mm. Um, we were both playing. So I, I, had, I had the line, though. There was four of the boys that were with this, the cool dude, the main dude, best friends in the, in the show. But I had the line. Right, the mm. one line. So Lincoln and two other guys didn't have any dialogue, um, but that meant that I was way more expensive per day to be in the movie. Mm. So they had to really choose the days that I'd be there because it was, you know, important for me to say my one line and get off. So, anyways, we got to this situation where um, there was a big dance scene. And I've and I've met so Jojo. So you're, you do, do a single line, but you are in the background for a lot of other. I'm things. I'm supposed to be in the background for a couple of other shots, right? Yeah. So um, Lincoln and all the other friend guy friends, you know, like people that we're on the set with, who are playing the the friend characters of the main dude. They're all talking about how, oh yeah, you're going to be coming set tomorrow. Yeah, blah 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 blah. They're all talking about, oh, we're going to film this dance scene, everything like that. And I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, I haven't been. I haven't been invited for this dance scene. So, and so I, I get home, I'm looking at the call sheet and I'm like, yeah, no, my name's not, I haven't, I, I, I'm waiting for an email to come through from my agent. I'm thinking, why is there no, oh, maybe they've forgotten about me. So I call up Lincoln. I say, do you know, do you know if I'm supposed to be in the, in the dance scene, the big dance scene? And he's like, no, I don't know. I haven't heard anything, man. I said, yeah, just cause I don't know. Don't have an email, and him and some other fr- and and a couple of other people on set had all hung out with yep. JoJo and Emma Roberts that weekend, you know, showing them around the Gold Coast and stuff. 
What were you doing? And I said, and I said, well, I, thought I wasn't invited. <laughs> You had a comedy gig in Melbourne that weekend. This you is why head. I squirm about it, okay? Talk about not getting the hint. <laughs> they didn't want me there. No one wanted me there. The crew didn't want me there, obviously. And the great irony, <laughs> and the great irony of all of this is that your one line was inviting people to a party. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I go to Lincoln like, oh, so do you know if I'm supposed to be there? He's like, oh, no, man. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know anything. And so I was like, oh, well, uh, who, would, who would know? Like, surely, do you think JoJo's got like a call sheet, like a proper call sheet? And Lincoln was like, um, uh, yeah, I, I guess so. And well, then I was she's like, the star of the film. I'm sure she'd be there most days. And <laughs> well, that's it. So then I was like, well, can you, can you give me her number and I'll see whether I'm... <laughs> Aren't there producers and, I, 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 and people on films like this for this, this very it. reason? I just, I just wanted Directors. to be part of the club. Everyone was talking with each other. I wasn't. Oh, this so is why it kills you, me. He gave you JoJo's number. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, yes. And so then he gave me JoJo's number and I called her. And I was like, hey, she's like, hello. And I'm like, is this JoJo? And she's like, no. And then she went to hang up and I went, no, 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 it's Matt. I'm, uh, I played Nick in the, in the movie and she was like, oh. Okay. And I was like, do you know if I'm supposed to be filming tomorrow? Oh, no, Matt. Matt. And she said. It's the end of you and me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's the last time we've spoken. <laughs> and I certainly was not called to set the next day. So uh, let us know your most cringeworthy, awful phone call that you've ever made. All right, dreadful phone call stories. Matt.ad.alex. Order up. That's how you like it, Perfect. All day breakfast. Now, our next guest, Alex Dyson, is someone who you might know as one half of an incredible Aussie hip-hop duo called Spit Syndicate. He has uh, since released his first ever solo release. Um, he goes by the name of Jimmy Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Jimmy Nice. Thank you very much. Jimmy, Hello. thank you very much for joining us. Debut solo album and, this is quite an honour for us, your second ever Zoom call. How did you get to November 2020 before starting <laughs> Zoom calls? I, I honestly, I really don't know. Um, maybe I'm just a kind of a, a, a FaceTimer, you mm. know? Yeah, like you've it, done heaps it, of heaps of carrier pigeon interviews, but no... Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. I've, I've scribed a lot of messages into old trees and just... <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk about the new album, man, because it, it is it is genuinely incredible. Um, mad idea, a rap motion picture. Talk to us about... I mean, at first I thought, it, because the words are together, it's spelled M-A-D-I-D-E-A, but there's yeah. no space between mad idea. I thought it was like Madadia. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. What's the basis behind this? Uh, the name of this album? Um, well, I kind of felt like placing uh, placing the words together almost made it feel like a place, and I definitely felt 
like the past year and a half for me, I was in a different place um, and just went through a bunch of changes in my life and this is kind of the product of all those shifts and before before this album was made, I was kind of ready to almost hang the boots up, uh, if you will, and I was completely content with with that. And then um, I arrived at a point where the music and the lyrics were just coming really uh, freely that I felt like I needed to kind of strike. And so this... The mad idea kind of comes from, um, I guess, like a tumultuous uh, year and a bunch of tumultuous thoughts, but this is kind of like a nice resolve and um, like some closure, I guess, from all that. Well, let's have a listen to what some of the album sounds like because it's, it's, it's awesome, man. I've been absolutely loving it. Thank you. We used to seem dirty fists, them dirty fists used to us Handle black jeeps down back streets, we used to bust Instead of holding in traffic, we bag it till the Uber comes That's a track called The Rules from the album, Jimmy Tell us tell us about this particular song What, what was it uh, uh, about what was going on which led to this one coming out? Well, I wanted to create an album and songs that sounded different to what people may have expected. And I, I sort of went back into my little, my bedroom as like a, a teenager or as a little kid and, and I fell back into that love for, for rap and this, the sort of rap that kind of um, evoked that kind of, that passion and that um, those aspirations as a kid. So, I was seeking out certain uh, instrumentals and certain tempos um, that kind of gave me that feeling. And this is definitely one that sounds like a bygone, like a golden era mm. of you know, New York rap. And kind of, yeah, it was just at that head nod tempo that um, really got me writing what I needed to write. I can definitely see someone pulling up at the lights, pumping that out of their uh their old school car. It was awesome, man. To do something that is uh, sonically uh, a change from all the stuff that you're hearing right now, um, that was that's always like the the north star for all of these songs on the record. Is like we kind of went through and picked, you know, what everyone else was doing, and we had like a long list in the studio of things like to to avoid. Really. It wasn't like a boot camp, but it was somewhat of a disciplined approach to like the actual making of it. So that's really um, interesting. Because, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's got some real throwback vibes. I from the minute I pressed play on it, I made the mistake of listening to it in bed as I was about to go to sleep. I thought, oh yeah, you know, the album came out, so I'll give a bit of a listen. Next minute, I'm up, you know, an hour later, going, what the? Why did I do that? I couldn't. It, I couldn't not listen to it. You know, it was incredible. Right? Like, why have you driven the car? <laughs> Into the bedroom. <laughs> Into the bedroom. Why are the but, hydraulics bouncing? <laughs> I cannot sleep. But um, but no. Look, you 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 touched on what that year and a half felt like for you in the lead up to making this album, or I guess it being the inspiration. But let's talk about that year and a half, man. Like, I mean, I we used to bump into each other at the gym quite a bit, and you know, you you were going through a big change in your life at that time. Can you tell us what was happening? Essentially. Uh I'm an only child of a single mother and she was kind of my whole world and 
was sick uh, with cancer for a number of years, but only started to really get to that, the, uh, I guess, pointy end of her battle um, in probably the end of 2018, um, which is probably around the same time that, you know, we were crossing paths a lot. And um, it just got to a point where I was uh, sharing my time between here and where she lived in the Central Coast. Um, and I just arrived at a point where I wanted to spend all my time with her. So I moved up there and, um, was living there in the family home with her. And then eventually for the good part of, you know, eight or nine months became her full-time carer. And so that was, uh, a really, as, as I said, it was like a, my whole world was kind of shifted into this new role. But I loved it and I felt like it was an honour to do that and um, be able to kind of reciprocate some of that care, you know, and I guess that's like a nice thing to do. And it wasn't all sad. It was like, um, it, yeah, it was just a, a, a kind of cherished time when I look back at it now. But that was the same year that I, I got married. Uh, I was renovated a house. So this All these like things on top of each other and then decided to undertake a, a solo album so it was a it was a it's been a, a really wild 12 months but I feel like this record has um helped me come out the end of it and really allowed me to like focus on something and channel all my energy into something where you know sometimes mm. people go astray or you know Mm. Don't do you, manage so well without it. Do you think that that whole experience made you grow up? For sure. I mean, I had no choice. And I feel like being that I'm like, there's no brothers or sisters or, um, you know, no one, no other codependence. Like, I definitely felt like that role was mine to step into. Um, so, yeah, I felt like I've gone through, uh, you know, a whole lifetime of um, lessons and changes. And mm. so, yeah, I've definitely grown up. I, I feel like I've just got a greater level of compassion for mm. people just across the board because I would be walking around and, you know, um, be wondering what other people's situations are like. And I feel like in a lot of ways that year and a half has, like, toughened me up and, like, um, but in a lot of ways, it's kind of softened me as well, if that mm. makes sense. So, Absolutely. Unfortunately, your mother did pass away, and you've you've said this is a tribute yeah, yeah, to yeah. her. And and I mean, what was what was that sort of moment like? And had you started the album by then, or did you I, decide to yeah, finish it? Had like because a lot of the the initial initial songs that I'd made were to no music because I had no music. But I was doing the drive, which was about an hour and a half commute from Sydney to her house. And in that drive, uh, there was just a lot of lyrics that were just coming really quickly. So I would just put the voice memo on and um, be driving up and back. And at that point, um, I started to amass all these songs without any music. And I just called at it and I said, I need some music. Um, <laughs> so at that point... Um, she was still alive and still very much interested in what I was doing and I would be playing her stuff. And so those conversations and, um, 
you know, her reactions to certain songs definitely like still steered it and like have steered the whole, um, you know, my movements even ever since she's, she passed. So I feel like she's still around and guiding me in some way, but they were nice conversations and she was all, she was always very invested in all my creative projects. So. That's uh, awesome, man. I'm like that, you know? Absolutely. Well, look, and having such pay- an impact on you, it'll show through in the music. Yeah, not yeah, only this album, it, uh, it Mad does, Idea, though. but into the future as well. That's right. That's right. And I think it's, you know, I think it's all the way uh, threaded through this record, you know, whether you know me personally or not. Well, look, um, the album is called Mad Idea, a rap motion picture. I implore you to check it out on Spotify or wherever you get your music as soon as you can because it is amazing. Don't listen to it when you're about to go to sleep because you will not. <laughs> um, but, uh, like, people are saying some incredible things about it. You know, I mean, it's, you know, we're talking mm. Magnus Opus styles here. But Raph from a meeting tree I saw under one of, the po- one, under one of your posts, he said... Best Oz hip hop album of all time. Will. No, no argument. So, uh, question one: Do you agree? Okay. <laughs> and, well, I agree. And, <laughs> and question two: If you don't agree, what is the best Oz hip hop album of all time, in your opinion? Uh, um, look, I always it it depends on what what day it is for me, but I feel like. Horror shows inside story and what time of my life that arrived and seeing uh, seeing it being made like that really um, sits high up there for me. The calling hilltop hoods. Yeah, um, calling's a good one. I love the calling so much. They just said there's a lot, <laughs> but look, I'm not here to tell you this. Just listen to rap. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Awesome, man. We will. And we get will. your top five and you can argue about it over dinner and drinks and everything <laughs> for, until the end of time. So, uh, Jimmy Nice, thank you so much for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. An absolute pleasure. And, uh, yeah, keep it up and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, gents. All Day Breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. There it is, another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you for giving us your vote. We very much appreciate it. Your um, ear vote, we call it. Absolutely. Every single vote does count. And uh, we look forward to, uh, hopefully, voting again tomorrow. <laughs> well, if you do want to give us a vote, you can head to the Australian Podcast Awards because this is a listener's choice for a best podcast of the year and chuck us a little vote there. That'll be excellent. Also... If you are thinking of getting a perm over the next week or so, uh, please get in touch. We'd love to. I'd love to get a real society happening here where we can um, trade tips, talk shop. You know. Yeah, we spoke to Christian last week. He was keen to get one. He's got the the, the nipple length straight black hair, mm. mate. He got it done over the weekend. Yeah, boy. It looks fantastic. The width on it. The width on it alone. <laughs> so much width. Right out to his shoulders. Elsie, uh, Matt, and another Alex got in touch. Are they getting perms? So uh, jump on board. Get in at the ground floor. We're going to get this happening. And I reckon 2021, you're going to be seeing a lot more curls. And please don't forget to get in touch if you've ever made an truly horrifically embarrassing phone call. Please, at matt.n.alex, make me feel better for my idiocy. Also, we should mention coming out this week are some very special Matt and Alex all-day breakfast episodes, Matt O'Kine. Yes, that's right, Alex Dyson. Our mates at Koala have set us up with some incredible guests, some really good friends of ours that we're going to have a 
proper chat to, you know. We don't we don't necessarily get the opportunity to really sit down and talk about some pretty serious stuff. But given they make some very comfortable equipment, Madokan, we thought it was perfect to have some uncomfortable conversations, okay, just to offset it a little bit. So have a listen in. We've, had, we've chatted to, to some really incredible people about some things which may be, in most circumstances, uncomfy. But I think we can get through and uh, talk about it like adults and uh, get a good insight into people's lives. Yeah, please check your feed in between some of our daily shows to hear us get down to the nitty-gritty. Until then, we'll see you for another All Day Breakfast episode tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.